Check this one out.
was that thing I saw you eating? Oh, no, no, You were eating that. You weren't eating. I saw you. You weren't eating. I don't need to eat the to get some CDs and t-shirts. Thank you. Orquesta Alto Maiz. I'm KCCK's Dennis Green, and that is Iowa Salsa Band, Orquesta Alto Maiz, to lead off a special conversation with two important guests who are with me, who've been critical to the development of jazz and the education of hundreds of student musicians, many of whom have gone on to impressive careers, to legendary... Musicians Old. and educators. We'll go with that. Old. Old. Yeah, well, <laughs> Easy way to say experience. Yeah, Old. that's uh, good. A lot, lot of that going on in this room. No. Jim Dreyer and Rich Med uh, are with me today. Jim Dreyer, of course, from the University of Iowa faculty, and Rich, the longtime director at Iowa City West High School. Um, and, of course, performing musicians in more bands than I could ever possibly name. But as it happens, the two of you are both retiring from your full-time educator positions in the mm-hmm. next few weeks. Exactly. And since the two of you are also good friends and have been performing together for decades, it just seemed like, you know, I, I, I could have done an interview with each of you separately, uh, but I thought, no, let's let's just all get, get everybody in a room here and uh, just maybe tell a few stories and just Great. hang out and uh, talk about uh, jazz in uh, Iowa City and Music in general, and uh, just kind of see where it goes. So, first off, welcome yeah. to both of you. Thanks, thanks, thanks for having us. And you can leave the room now. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. So we're really. just going to sit here and yak about. Uh, you know, Jim's been a close friend for. I mean, we've known each other for thirty plus years, and I mean, we've been a good friend for at least twenty four of those. Um, there were a couple of years in the 
late 90s where we weren't real well, we didn't talk to each other <laughs> we didn't talk to each yeah, other so. but other than that, that rich no <laughs> and that so had, that yeah. was like uh the middle of the salsa band era and there was something involving i don't know i'm not going to get into that well, this is public radio it was, <laughs> yeah. but anyway we're ups up. and downs i have no idea yeah. what he's talking about but anyway well no before we but you know before we dive in yes. to the stories let's <laughs> let me and we'll mention this again later too but there are two yeah. events coming up mm-hmm. um that one jim yours is first it's kind of your mm-hmm. uh your swan i'm not gonna say song. kind of your swan song Absolutely. at the university but it's yes. really what it is it's a salsa band reunion exactly it's it was it's basically one big excuse to get these people back together again and uh uh rich and i Really got to know each other in this band when he started. When, when did you start? 91. Okay, 1991. So, yeah. So, uh, and then from there on. Uh, and so uh, we are having a reunion concert with original, as many original members as we can gather who are still playing and can make it. So Bob Washett and, and Al Naylor is going to do some playing and, and uh, Dan Hummel at East, um, of course, Rich and... Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be really fun. So that's kind of a great way to to, to take it out. It's a May seventh at seven thirty, and there's gonna be a lot of my former students there, which is awesome. And my entire family is going to be there, which wow. is amazing. Literally from all over the world. That's cool. I guess we won't be making any money for this. Yeah. Then, huh? <laughs> well, I wish I should, should do a cover charge. So many <laughs> for once tickets. we could actually make some serious money. On yeah, this. exactly. And that will be at Voxman. Uh, it'll be at the Voxman. University of Iowa. The Latin Jazz Ensemble will open the show and play a couple of tunes, so the kids are going to be involved. It's going to kind of be that band swan song a little bit, well, too. And that, yeah, we just had our final full concert Monday, this last Monday, and that went well. That was fun. And uh, so, yeah, they've been really busy this year, <laughs> and they're going to play at that as well. So, yeah, really looking forward to that, and... You are going to be the MC, which I is thank you. I am so excited to be yeah. to be the MC for it, this event. I wanted it to. I didn't want to have to like do that much talking myself, and I wanted. I didn't want to have to print out like all the guests. So instead, I just said, "Announce from the stage." Nice. So now I have a professional <laughs> and someone that's you know talk about long term friendships, and someone that's, that has you know helped the salsa man that's. Has, as it's been known, uh, by taking us to uh, the jazz, the uh, jazz, jazz under the stars, jazz mm-hmm. all stars times, and, jazz and, fest, and all jazz of the fest, yeah, playing the, our music on KCCK. Yeah. So the very uh, first perfect. time I still remember the first time I announced, I introduced the salsa band. Really, it wow. was at a, it was in the old Riverside Roundhouse in Cedar Rapids. You know where the Czech Museum is now. It was an ethnic fest of some sort, and this would have been this was Holy way cow. before KCCK. This would have been wow. 1986, 87. Like when did the, the band first, start? First or well, we years. started in '86. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so you, I think probably two or three years because yeah. word had then gotten around. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I was still uh, in junior high school. <laughs> yeah. at so, that point, and then Rich, you also there's going to be a final. As always, there's a final concert at West High, yeah, we, uh, and that yep. will be your final concert as the director at West High. Yeah, and uh, we 
put this together uh, kind of at the last moment. Probably, you know, it's probably would have been smart to schedule it at the beginning of the year, but uh, <laughs> we got super lucky on finding a date at the Corville Center for the Performing Arts, and uh, they were available on uh, uh, Monday night, uh, which is our usual rehearsal night for the jazz ensemble, so I know everybody can be there in the band. At least they better be. Um, yeah, and so uh, we decided to do it, and we're going to bring in a couple guest artists that used to uh, play in the band, um, and then as well as some friends. I think I can talk Jim into playing uh, some cowbell or something, you know, that he's good at. Um, and then, uh, you know, some other local folks to come you in and say play who through. your guest artists are, Rich. Come well, uh, we're excited about having Bridget Carney, who's uh, was in the jazz ensemble at West High for four years, and she was a member of the orchestra program at West High and now is – uh, is or is one of the founding members? Star. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, kind exactly. of literally. Lake, Lake Street <laughs> Dive is, you know, I think yeah. one of the, you know, the top bands. Yeah, you know, right. Around. It's it's amazing, you know that, uh, and and you know, when she was in high school, we knew she was going to do great things. But what a what an amazing um, life she's had up to this point. Very popular, and she's an uh, excellent writer, um, composer. Um, you know, writer of, of lyrics and things like that. So she's going to be there. And then um, I have an in with uh, our other guest artist is Gabe Med, who's uh, Gabe, graduated Gabe, in 2009. Yeah, Gabe, and he, um, he hasn't really done anything. Not much. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, he's, he's struggled. He's, he's I, to keep I, practicing. Yeah, he does. He's got to <laughs> sit down. If he could just take a, a hint from me and practice more and, uh, you know, do more playing and practice. Anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about, but he's kind of, he's going to come in too. Um, and then, yeah, just, we, we I, I have no idea what's going to happen. There could be, we, we have some tunes that we're going to play. And uh, like I said, there might be a couple folks in the audience that can come up and play and it's going to be a great time. I mean, it's wow. going to be hard. And yeah. I don't know how Jim feels, but it's a real bittersweet time. Oh, um, totally. I didn't think it was going to be like this back in January, February when, you know, you're kind of in the midst of everything and it's, I mean, colder than it is now. And, um, but now it's kind of like, oh crap, this is the last time I'm going to do this, or this is the last time. Mm -hmm. Some of them are, oh, this is the last time I have to do this, mm -hmm. but a lot of them are, oh wow, this is the last this. time. Yeah. So it's a very bittersweet time and, and, um, but I'm enjoying it. Uh, and I think that feeling will last a little bit, but I'm really looking forward to the future. Jim and I are going to form a duo. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be cowbell bone. I mean, and, have uh, a bass drum too. Oh, that's gonna be bass great. drum, cowbell, and trombone. And we're gonna play we'll it on the street. Yeah, we're gonna play at Coral Ridge Mall. Yeah, put outside a, Shields. Put yeah, bucket out and the greatest hits of uh, Silk Sonic. <laughs> I'm gonna be Bruno Mars on trombone, and you can be Anderson Pack. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, great concept. So, uh, so Jim, of course, found, founding member of. Uh, or case Ultima East, the yes. salsa band. Yep. And Rich, you came along in 1991. 91. Yep. And that was so you would have been, you were both in the band during the Montreux. Oh, yes. Tour, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That probably still has to be one of the biggest Absolutely. things that. Uh, uh, A lot of memories from I'm that just, trip. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, some we can talk about, some we can't. Well, <laughs> but uh, it was a one. Yes. It was, yeah, that was an epic mm -hmm. moment. Um, for that band, I think. Yeah, uh, definitely. And for me personally, the band was in in good shape musically at that time as well. Mm -hmm. And the recording that we did is one of my favorite ones, even though it was it was a difficult recording uh, environment because we were 
playing outdoors on this little overhang kind of a bridge. <laughs> it's like <laughs> nine in the morning or something like that. Yeah, it was people listen to that. They they listen to it and they, and we we edited the clapping so that it sounded like there was more people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I sorry to give this away, but uh, because it was we were had this slot and it was. Early in the morning, it was basically we were playing for people having breakfast on this little veranda. Right. And we were playing the, on this, like, walkway. Yep. Overpass kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it was like a, <laughs> one of those uh, Chicago area rest areas <laughs> where there was a Burger There wasn't traffic King. underneath. It was just like, it was kind people of a pedestrian walking. area. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, so anyway, the uh, the idea <laughs> of performing at Montreux, Montreux is a lot so sexier the, than exactly. the execution, I yeah, think, Yeah, well, what we, we people did... People imagine this big stage and lights, and when they hear the music... And uh, it, we, it's a good album. I like it a lot. And yeah, Al me plays, too. Al play, in fact, one of the tunes I'm going to play in my concert is Quinca Mache, which I think has one of Al's most epic trumpet solos ever on that recording. And he's going to play that tune on, on, my final con- on my final concert. So, Well, in anticipation of hearing Al this weekend, here is Quinca Manche from the Salsa Bands, live at Montreux.
We played other, a couple other uh, performances at that jazz festival. That yeah, was just the, the one that they chose to they, record, they, and they had a big truck there, and Tom Berry was down in the recording truck yeah. trying to get a good mix. And, a, and All a, the lines were mixed boy. up, and Tom... Yeah, Tom Chapman was so pissed because he couldn't figure out what line was what. And yeah, it was something but, uh, else. To me, it sounds. And then we also played at that. Uh, well, you're talking about that veranda, but we played that veranda at the evening time, and then they ended up keeping us longer. And oh. they opened. Remember that they opened oh, up the roof. Yes, and it was just gorgeous. It yeah, was, oh, yeah, you could see the mountains. Just... Yeah, that was a moment. For yeah, sure. And there but... were there were a lot of. Uh, that was a great trip. Yeah. Yeah, it was really Bob took us along with the UNI band. Basically, that's mm-hmm. that's how that worked out. So, and Steve Shanley was in the UNI. Yes, he band. was as was a student, college yes. student. Yeah, and he was, uh, and some other some other people we know. Can't, uh, who else was in the band at that time? Um, oh boy, 
You put me on the spot. All of our really close friends <laughs> that we have now. Too, too numerous <laughs> names. To too numerous. Yeah, but we don't uh, have time for that. Let's talk more about us. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Rich talking about these moments uh, and and these last times and being emotional, kind of uh, understanding that. What's nice, I think, is that both Rich and I really enjoyed what we did for the most part. Mm-hmm. And um, I certainly loved all my work that I did at the University of Iowa in my Latin jazz ensemble. They they have seen me probably tear up probably at Aww. least three times during the last uh, semester when I'm Aww. like before a concert or something and I'm talking to them and I start to go oh no <laughs> oh I'm an emotional person warning you know me. warning bring <laughs> Kleenex to the yes. uh, May seventh yes. concert yeah. well, there will you know, be blubbering yes it's <laughs> well, it's nice because and I I'm, I'm guessing Rich feels the same way as that. I have a really strong ensemble this semester. So mm-hmm. I feel like I'm really going out on the very top of my teaching career. I feel like this is the best year I've ever had. That's great. And I, I'm guessing Rich feels the same way. He's, I do. He has, less, he has less control over who comes into his band. but Yeah, I agree. And a lot of it is just because it's different now than it was in 2019, 2020, when, you know, when the the thing hit. So um, just to be able to come back and have students that are extremely fun to work with Mm -hmm. and um, care about the music. Um, we didn't have a jazz band for almost two years. Yeah, it's crazy. Getting close, it was getting close to about two years, and they hadn't played swing music at all. Uh, and to be able to come back and play as well as as we did, and, and you know, without getting together, was was amazing. And that's that's the relationships with students. I think is the thing that makes yep. me, um, you know, if I'm gonna cry on stage, that's what I'm gonna think about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yep. uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna to be tough, I think. Yep. Not so much at your concert. That's well, gonna be know, fine. That's I'm just gonna I'm gonna be one of twenty <laughs> trombone players that, that are gonna sit in with the band. There's there's a joke we have with the salsa band that for I don't know why, but it seemed like there were always these stellar uh grade a tier trombone players that were always in town, whether always. for the jazz festival, <laughs> obviously jazz festival, or just visiting a college, or maybe they they stopped at the truck stop. And <laughs> yeah, they were playing, filling up their cars stubs that night. And yeah, hey, come sit in with the. Yeah, I forgot about Conrad Herwig and Ray yeah. Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, just about every jazz trombonist <laughs> you can mention. And hey, Rich, do you mind sitting out on this tune? Because uh, yeah. Here comes J.J. Johnson's going to sit in with the pan. Um, so, I mean, it was... Uh, a running gag. Yeah, it was a running gag for a long time. <laughs> it still is. Well, uh, Anthony Williams is going to be there. Oh, I know so, that. You know, Anthony's all right. I'll still find a... Maybe you can play a solo on a blues or something. You know? My solo fits that tune. And it fits that form, so <laughs> that's good. Something nice and easy. Yeah. 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 Won't be too demanding. Now, Rich is too modest. He's one of the most in-demand trombone players and clinicians around. Here's another tune from our case to Altamais that Jim arranged specifically for his friend called Lamento No Moro. Thank you. 
Jim makes a good point that, um, you know, you don't have a lot of control of who comes into your band. You know, the West High program, all the Iowa City programs, and, Mm -hmm. you know, all of our programs really up and down. Eastern Iowa are just, you know, are great. Um, Yep. You know, that number one kind of spreads around a little bit. You know, sometimes it's one, sometimes it's other. But, you know, you at West have, you know, just, you know, had uh, had great year after great year. Uh, 
and we mentioned a couple of the students, you know, Bridget and of course Gabe, mm-hmm. uh, who has, uh, you know, who's you know been through the program and gone on to have, you know, important careers. Was there ever anybody who surprised you? Who oh, you absolutely. Th- who, who you thought, yeah, the, the, you know, they're 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 just going to go get an English degree after this, and then you, and then there they are making it in New York City or whatever. Yeah, can you think of anything more fulfilling though to see a student come in as a ninth grader and you're kind of going, yeah, you know, they're they'll they'll be great. And, you know, it's kind of like every band needs third clarinet players, you know, but uh, they're but man, that's probably the most fulfilling thing is to see somebody actually go from, you know, coming as a ninth grader, very green and and um, going up all the way their senior year pretty soon. They're just absolutely amazing. And I can think of a lot of times uh, one in particular, um, I guess I can say his name is Nathaniel Gao, because I think he's still mm-hmm. a professional player. And. Um, you know, he was good. He just, you know, hadn't gotten to that point yet and where he was just absolutely magnificent. And I remember uh, going down, it must have been right around jazz festival time because uh, obviously jazz festival time and going down and hearing him, this little combo that they put together to play on this, on the, the, Side the ped mall. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and pretty soon I hear this saxophone player just tearing it up. Just, I said, who's that? Who is this player? And it's right around beginning in July. I look over, and it's Nathaniel Gow, just sounding like a monster. Mm-hmm. And um, I just still, Stacy and I talk about that a lot. And there are a lot of experiences like that. Um, and probably those are just as fulfilling as seeing, you know, the Bridgets and Gabes and those type of people yeah. that that are you know continue to play after high school. Obviously, that's not the goal of uh of our program is to produce professional level players and things like that i think it's a good indicator of a quality program is you do have students that pursue that that pursue music education as a as a career or just still continue to play as a doctor or a or a mm-hmm. you know uh, could be dentist or they could be a uh, chiropractor yeah <laughs> chiropractors are amazing drummers, drummers i hear yeah. i've heard this is an inside joke yeah <laughs> again sorry let's not do we'll, too we'll many come back to that at the, at the private podcast uh, we say that we say that a lot around here too that mm-hmm. that you know that that our goal is that students who you know who are involved in the programs that we support you know, stay involved with music in some way. Yeah. I've, I've, even, even if it's just to buy a ticket to a jazz concert. Yeah, absolutely. It changes their listening, um, th- you know, their their attitude and what they listen to. Um, I was thinking about that the other day with KCCK. And, you know, I'm, I don't mean this to be a self-serving commercial for KCCK, but it is. <laughs> oh, go um, right ahead. Uh, yeah, it's amazing the impact that this place has had for us mm-hmm. and our students and our bands and our programs and all yep. of that. And, you know, s- students listen to this, you may not know, or I don't know how you can tell if they're listening or not, but they do because they talk about the music that they hear mm-hmm. here. And, uh, you know, it's, it's absolutely amazing that we live in that. It's a huge part of the culture of mm-hmm. our, of our area. Amen to that. Yeah. Well, I Amen like to that. say it's kind of a three legged stool, you know, mm-hmm. we've got, you know, great jazz education, you know, K-12 and college, you know, not just in Iowa City, but all up and down the corridor Mm -hmm. and a really, really fertile performance, you know, professional, professional, semi-professional environment too. Mm -hmm. If people want to play, they can find, they can find a place to play. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, hopefully KCCK is kind of the third leg of that stool that, uh, that just makes this a great place for jazz. Yep. 
Yeah, I think about all uh, the 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 things that even in the college program we used to do. Um, uh, we used to have our bands come into the mill, and you guys would do live mm-hmm. broadcasts from the mill, and and we did that. You know, three or four we times. Did that. We did that. We did that a lot of with, times with the Latin yeah. jazz and band. And well, we love nothing better than to get you know a, yeah. a live recording or any any local recording. So we yeah. talked a lot about the Latin jazz, but yeah. uh, there's uh, you know, but of course, both of you do you know so many other things. You know, Jim's uh, uh, the Beaker Brothers is a mm-hmm. big going concern, and uh, uh, mm-hmm. Three Dogs and a Bone. Yeah, yes, we're playing at the Sanctuary. Yeah, this coming. Hey, I think it's Saturday. Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, Saturday night. Sanctuary. I'm not Steve sure. Grizz Warren and Scotty and Grizz and, I, and uh, Rich and I. And yep. So uh, yeah, uh, we're hoping to actually do some recording this year with that group. But we don't have to wait for that session because we have a little three dogs in a bone right now from First Friday Jazz, one of our quarantine stream shows from 2020. Jim Rich, Steve Grismore, and Scott Barnum with Charlie Hayden's Blues in Motion. Recorded live at the Opus Concert Cafe in November 2020.
I know I'm looking forward to August. Yeah, and exactly. And now a different, completely different August than I've had in a yeah. long time. Oh, well, and, and 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 for you too, Rich. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, August will be way oh, different. Band. No gonna, marching uh, band. Yeah, and and I, you know, that first day back marching bands, okay, but that first day of teacher in service meetings where you're, uh, you know, it might be 75 degrees outside, gorgeous, and you're listening to somebody talk about uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> that's when I'm going to be sitting out on the boat. Uh, looking at the pelicans, <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm yep. looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, that'll be bit. nice. But it'll be nice too. Stacy, my wife Stacy, keeps reminding me that now I don't have to turn anything down. If somebody calls and said, "Hey, you know, uh, uh, Neil Diamond's going to be performing at the Tax Slayer Center, and hey, can you come play this or whatever?" Mm-hmm. You know, I doubt that's going to happen, but I can do it now. Uh, yep. Whereas before, you just say, "Oh, geez, oh, you know, I'm we've got a Friday night, night football game yeah. against uh, Prairie or something," you know, and I've got to be there for that. Um, or, you know, it's it, it's it has its opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so. Obviously, the two of you are going to keep you know very busy and yep. you know playing uh, and clinicking. I'm sure you'll be you know both in demand as clinicians and things like that. What other? What what other things are you gonna do now that you now that you have? Do you have some a plan, time? Jim? Maybe not, you know, and maybe maybe things not related to music, Rich. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, boat. I'll be I'll be on the boat uh, some of the time. I'm looking forward to being able to to have a uh, like a practice regimen on a daily basis as opposed to whenever I can find time. And a lot of times when you when you've been at school all day and i'm sure you feel like this too it's the last thing you want to do is open up the horn case and get out a trombone and start playing some long tones well, but that's, most people don't want to do that yeah play trombone <laughs> well that's the definition <laughs> of a gentleman somebody who knows how to play trombone 
but doesn't. It doesn't. But, <laughs> um, the, but I've, I, you know, that in the summertime, that's what I've done the past few summers. Uh, Steve, talking to Steve Shanley, asked me to play solo. I think it was last summer with the CR Community Band, and I, that kind of got me going on a, on a daily practicing. And I actually got where I felt like I sounded pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, school hits, and that kind of goes away. But uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, but I don't necessarily have a plan other than those few things. I'm uh, going to drive my wife to school. She's still going to teach kindergarten. So I'm going to, then I'm going to, she teaches over by Jim's house, mm-hmm. about a block away from where Jim Dreyer lives. Mm-hmm. And I'll pick him up. We'll either go drink coffee and eat donuts or go out on the boat and, and hang for a little <laughs> while and talk about all these stories that we have. So yeah, that's yeah. about it. I'm going to, uh, I mean, I, professionally speaking, I have two of my the two books that I've, that I've written that I intend to sort of be my professional focus to, to promote them and, and do clinics on them, the topics that they are about. So that's sort of my prof- – besides playing. And I agree with Rich, although I don't <laughs> – I'm losing my – one of the things I'm really the most sad about is losing my awesome office at the University oh, of yeah. Iowa. That's amazing oh, place. I'm tempted to just like – not leave some of the best real estate in <laughs> downtown Iowa City. <laughs> it is. What are you really? doing? Why I'm are just, you leaving? I, you know, I was just like, I may just stay there, and they have to get like a you know a court order to get me to, and that'll take years. Right? Yeah, Isn't it? it's got a one? great view. And yeah, I mean, I'll just like not leave. No. no. Uh, so anyway, all to say that I won't have a place. I'm going to have to make a space in my home to practice in, which is going to be a little difficult, but. Uh, I, I, too, intend to focus more on my uh, skills, and I don't see any reason why we can't be, I mean, I intend to keep getting better, and I'm, I have been getting better through my whole life, and Rich has, too. So, you know, we, we're going to focus more on that and playing and uh, having some t- more time to do other things. And Yeah, we both have uh, kids that live kind of mm-hmm. far away, and if they have something going on that we need to be there for... Yep. You know, I can either hop in the car or drive Chicago and get on a plane and yep. be there. That'd be nice. So, yeah. It's, I feel like, you know, when somebody, I saw somebody uh, relate uh, retirement to graduation. It's like graduated. I think that's a really good way to think about it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's just like, <clears throat> well, for one thing, we're seniors. But right. don't be. <laughs> well, when you're, when, you know, I think both of, I don't know about what you've, I know you went to grad school and things, but this will be the first fall that I haven't gone to a school yeah. since kindergarten. And, you know, I repeated wow. first grade a That's few crazy. times. <laughs> so, I mean, that added an extra, extra few years on there. But, yeah, it really That's is. A, and is and I haven't not done a marching band, well, except for the COVID year, but I haven't not done a marching band since 1980, 80, 1980 was, was the – 1979 was the last year that I haven't been in a, been in or taught a marching band. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of marching bands. That's, that's yeah, a boy, lot that's of years so, of marching yeah. band. Those yeah. will be those will be nice things to to leave behind. But yeah, I think we both we both uh, this idea of graduating is like you know yes you have to leave something behind that you've been in for a while and now you're moving on and new opportunities are opening up and it's a new part of your life and so it's, it's sentimental because you know you're never going to have that that thing that you're leaving again. And because we both have enjoyed our work so much, that's it's that's a loss, you know. So you have to recognize that. But at the same time, doors opening up and new opportunities. So 
if you look at it that way, I think it's going to be a real positive experience for both of us. So Yeah, and I think uh, you're probably going to teach, try to get some more private students. I'm going to try to get a few private students, maybe do a couple nights a week or afternoons and nights I'm a week. I'm going to teach and trombone, actually. I figured that Anybody can do that, though. Well, it's a good side hustle that I anyone a, can do. I don't have a place to set up drums, so I figured, you know, how bad can you be? You know what you do is you set a trombone outside your house, and you wake up the next morning, there'll be two trombones <laughs> outside your house. People These see it kind of like when they yeah, find a place to drop off their old paint cans. <laughs> That's what they do with the trombone. But, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's that, I'm looking forward to that because I enjoy doing that. And, and oh, yeah. like you know, it's, uh, it helps you keep your chops together when you're teaching other people. Yep, absolutely. I love teaching. So. I don't have a place to teach. I won't have a place to teach right now, but hopefully. Hey, look, maybe we should buy a building or a. Uh, yes. I wonder if there's any old cheap rental units. That sounds units like a great money-making opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no overhead. Oh, yeah. And and let's make it a jazz club, too, in case we want to lose more money. I'm sure there's quite a few places available uh, we could uh, lease. <laughs> yeah. Big money-maker. So. Well, yeah. I want to thank the both of you yep. for uh, for sitting down and talking today. And uh, yeah, it's just been, you know, it's been a, a joy for me and for us to get to kind of be on the periphery of uh, so many of the things that both of you have done over the years. And of course, we know that it doesn't it doesn't stop here. It just changes yep. to another phase. Yeah. Well, thanks for having us up here. I've been looking forward to it uh, yep. for a while. And it's always great. Jim and I um, have a fun time. Yep. Usually, we're good friends, and <laughs> I, I respect Rich a lot as an educator. And uh, he he's a low key person, unlike me. I have no <laughs> problem promoting myself. And, <laughs> and uh, to, <laughs> but yeah. Rich is Rich is, is is modest, and and I think that sometimes the work that he's done over the years and the consistency that he's had has been has not always been recognized as greatly as it should be. Um, but I think anybody that really knows anything about music education in this area, they really, really respect Rich and what he's done. And he's a good dancer, too, in front of his band. Thanks. He, Thank, oh, he often dances yeah. in front no. of his band, which I think is, is you know, <laughs> don't pretty hilarious and uh, a good indicator yes. of that he doesn't take himself too seriously and he has joy in his teaching and... Uh, and uh, you know, Jim, you're a good drummer too. So. Well, you know, that's, you're supposed to say, you know, you're really a nice guy. Yeah, Jim's a very nice guy and yeah. a decent drummer. He does play drums, and <laughs> and he's a great guy. Yep. Yeah. And he, you know what? The probably the big, the most. I don't know if we have time for this, but the the the, the most impressive thing that you do is make Jello. Yeah, Jim well, makes some of the finest Jello salads and Jello. I'm Jell-O. sorry to say this, Rich, but I usually just buy it at Hy-V. I, I, I just pretend that I make it. Oh, I always thought you made it, but <laughs> this well, is also yeah, an inside it, joke. And this is—you'll definitely <laughs> want to just cut this whole section out. Yes, that's right. This is going to hit the only floor. only our wives and maybe our kids will think that this is have anything. I think this may uh, propel us into starting a podcast as we, uh, you know. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, we'll just here. get together every week. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sure we'll people talk. will listen we'll to start that. With, we'll start with Al stories, and that'll take a good yeah. couple of months. This week, Steve Shanley. <laughs> Let's do a deep dive into, <laughs> into the life of Steve Shanley. What yeah. A, Jim Dreyer's final concert with uh, 
the Salsa Band reunion or Case to Alta Maiz will be Saturday, May 7th at Voxman at the University yep. of Iowa campus. Now, is that a ticketed event? No, but be there early. I think there's going to be a lot of people there. And All Many of them Jim's family. And mm-hmm. many, most of them my family, but a lot of my former students are going to be there, which I think is really awesome. And we're going to take a big photo at the end on the staircase outside in the lobby. So I'm hoping a lot of my former students will be there and and help celebrate. Do I get to be in that? <clears throat> you technically not a student. Not. Okay. Yeah, not a student. You can take yeah. the picture. Oh, that's why I'm there. Okay. <laughs> and Rich, your final go around with the West High Jazz Band will be on May 16th at the Coralville Center for the Performing Arts. Yes, 7 p.m. and that is a ticketed event. I think uh, the Coralville Center for the Performing Arts is handling the ticket sales for that, and I think you can. We were talking about that earlier. You can buy those online. Yeah. CoralvilleArts.org, um, yes. I think. Perfect. Is the- place to go i should probably look that up yeah <laughs> well uh you know have fun trying to you know we'll bring lots of kleenex to both events oh. and, yeah it uh, will be <laughs> that's again why i'm having you talk yeah jim <laughs> will have two not... or three towels full-size <laughs> beach towels to cry into and dab so yeah it's that that'll be fun yeah that'll be fun looking forward to it yeah thank you both for being here all right thanks dennis thanks thank you this is fun After we reached the end of our conversation, I realized we got so caught up in reminiscing that we didn't talk about a huge honor for Jim and Rich. They'll be inducted into the Iowa Jazz Educators Hall of Fame in a few days at the Iowa Bandmasters Convention. This is the highest honor a jazz musician and teacher can receive in our state, and obviously it is well-deserved. Nor did we really talk about Jim Dreyer's most recent project, Ritmo Cano. That band has recorded two albums, and it brings together these men, many of their friends whose names came up during our conversation, like Steve Shanley, as well as family members, Jim's son Derek and daughter Virginia, Gabe Med, and others. The first Ritmo Kano album was appropriately entitled Familia. So let's close with a tune from that band. Jim's arrangement of Horace Silver Standard, retitled here, Danzone for My Father. Thank you. 
Thank you.